everybody. We want to welcome you again to another devotional this week. And today I want to go ahead and just continue on with the theme of this week. I know Pastor Dennis talked about it on Sunday. I shared with our youth group on Saturday night and just talking about Thanksgiving. Um, So we're just going to go ahead and jump into it. One of the things, uh, if you remember from Sunday, Pastor Dennis read from 1 Thessalonians 5.18 at one point, which says, "In Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And so um, I want to take it a little bit differently in all circumstances. And so (laughs) sometimes there are some people who the only time they ever consider giving thanks really is in once a year if you live in America (laughs) and you have Thanksgiving where you're asked around the table, what are you thankful for this year? But the Bible says that it's the will of God for us in Christ Jesus to give thanks in all circumstances. And so what we need to understand is that all circumstances (laughs) is more than just once a year during a a, a sitting around the table with your family and saying what you're thankful for. (laughs) So why is this something that God wants for us to do is because God knows that there's tremendous power in thanksgiving. There's tremendous power in thanksgiving. And so that's why in everything, it's the will of God for us is to be thankful and to give thanks to God. Um, Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So that means everything we do, <laughs> everything we do, and this will help you even when you're going about your, your life, if you have problems with, uh, depending if it's uh, a boss, depending if it's a teacher, whoever it is that's in your life, family members, things that, that are imposing on you that could give you <laughs> somewhat of a, of a reason you think to gripe about or complain about the situation, start thanking God in the midst of all those circumstances for the opportunities that that you have. So if you have a issue with your boss or or a client that you're working for or whatever your situation or circumstance may be, thank God and say, God, thank you for the opportunity to serve my boss, to serve my family, to serve my client, whatever it may be, you know, to serve my teacher so that I do all things unto the Lord with thanksgiving. And you'll notice that when you begin thanking God for the opportunities, instead of being stressed out and anxious by the opportunities, how God begins to bless you and peace begins to flood your heart. Peace will flood your heart. That's one of the things it says in Philippians chapter four and verse six and seven. It says, don't worry about anything, but in everything, (laughs) but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. One of the powers in thankfulness is that it will help cure anxiety from you. That's why it says in verse six, don't worry about anything. (laughs) Well, that's easier said than done. If, If we could just not worry about anything, we just wouldn't worry about anything. But here's how you cannot worry about anything is you through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And so you can see what happens is when we come to God in prayer, there is a transference. First Peter 5, 7, it says, cast your cares 
Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. And so that's what God wants us to do in prayer. Cast our cares upon him. Cast our cares upon him. So what we can begin to do is we can transfer our heavy burden for his burden and his yoke, which is easy and light. And that's what Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says. He says, Jesus is speaking, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. See, one of the evidences, <laughs> if I can say that, of faith is that you're in rest. You're in rest. When you're trying to do everything yourself, you're pushing, you're striving, you're trying so hard and nothing seems to be happening and you're just stressed and anxious, then you need to take a step back. You know, it's like some like times like Jesus, when Jesus was on the boat and it was in the midst of the storm, the disciples were freaking out. But what was Jesus doing? He was sleeping in the middle of the boat. We'll say, how can you do that? Because there's a peace that passes all understanding. And so when you believe and you receive and you cast your care upon the Lord, peace begins to flood your heart and you enter into rest. And so... <laughs> One of the things uh, with the peace of God, we can be led forth by peace. We can be led forth by peace. God will lead us into situations with his peace. It may be a challenging situation. It may be something we're anxious about. It may be something that we're worried about. But here's what we can do in prayer is we can give that anxiousness and worry and let God take care of the situation. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 15 um, talks about, well, I'll just read it here. It says, and he, and he said, listen carefully, all Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast number for the battle is not yours, but God's. And so when you hand and you cast your cares on the Lord, when you give him your battles, <laughs> he will fight for you. He will fight for you. And so one of the one of the proofs that you're praying properly about those situations is that there's a peace that comes because you're casting it on the Lord. If the peace hasn't come yet, just can, keep casting it. Just keep keep praying, keep giving it to him. And you need to release it, really release it and let the Lord take it from you. Let the Lord take that burden from you. So. <laughs> Sometimes we can go into prayer and we can pray about things that we're uh, worrying about and then come out even more worried. The reason for that is not because you were in prayer, but because you were you were just griping and complaining to the Lord. OK, one of the proofs that you prayed and cast the care on the Lord is that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, floods your heart. It guards your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. So we don't want to come to the Lord and just complain about all the problems going on in our life right now. You know, and just all of a sudden, which, by the way, when you're thankful, it's amazing how all of the problems you think you have begin starting to go away and dissipate because most of the problems were because you were so focused on the negative that you 
couldn't see the things that God was actually blessing you with. If God increased you and blessed you to another level, you only saw the obstacles instead of seeing the blessing. And so we've got to train our minds to be thankful in all circumstances, all the time, with all of our prayers, thanking God for what he's done for us on the cross, thanking God for the open doors that he set before us instead of being concerned about the responsibility that comes or the new things that need to be done or all of these other negative things. You have to embrace those things, but focus on the thankful part of it. And when you embrace that, then the negative things you can cast onto the Lord and the Lord will help you to deal with those as they come. But the Bible says we go from glory to glory, from victory to victory. We go from strength to strength. We, God promotes us. He brings us higher. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. That's, if you're constantly going through life and things are getting more and more and more and more difficult, take a step back. Take a step back. Lord, am I really doing what you want me to do? You know, the Bible says, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, they that labor, labor in vain that build it. See, God wants to build and work through us. But if things are difficult, we don't have God's peace. We don't have God's blessing, his anointing. We need to begin to ask, are we doing God's work? Are we doing what he's called me to do? Are we doing what he's anointed me to do? Because when we do what he's called us to do and we are thankful for the responsibilities that he's given us to be stewards over, miracles will begin to take place. Miracles will begin to take place. In Matthew chapter 14 and verse 19, this is the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. It says, then he, talking about Jesus, commanded the crowds, the crowds to sit down on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed them and he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds and everyone ate and was satisfied. They picked up 12 baskets full of leftover pieces. Now those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. So, Here's what we see Jesus doing. Jesus didn't stand before all of the 5,000 people, not even counting the women and the children. He didn't stand before all the 5,000 people and begin grumbling to God. <laughs> he didn't begin complaining to God. God, why have you brought me here? How, how, what do you think I can do with this little bit of fish and bread to feed all of these people? Why would you tell me to feed all these people? You know, what, what's going on? The, he didn't do that, you know, because Jesus, Jesus could have looked, you know, Lord, what are you doing? God, what are you doing? Father, don't you know that church people know how to eat more than just regular people? What have you called me to do here with just fish and bread? There's a little bit. No, he didn't do any of that. He blessed it. He blessed it and broke it and distributed it. An another word there for blessed is he gave thanks for it. He gave thanks for it. He blessed it and he distributed it. And when he did that, it multiplied and the miracle took place. So when you thank God for what he has promised you, his promises will surely overtake you. His promises will surely overtake you. <laughs> One of the things we can be thankful for is that no matter what we're in or what we're going through, the Bible says in 1 John 5 and verse 12, or sorry, in verse 13, he says, I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. 
So when it looks like there's nothing you can be thankful for, remember that God hears you when you ask him and be thankful. You can just go down the list and say, God, thank you. Thank you that you've given me your word. Thank you. You died on the cross for me. Thank you that you gave your son for me. Thank you that you gave the Holy Spirit and you filled me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you that you saved me. Thank you that you prepare a place for me. And you can just keep going and going and going. And no matter what you have or don't have in your life or how circumstances are looking, you can be content, thankful and full of joy because you're focused on the blessings that God has given you. And so out of relationship with God, there are endless reasons for gratitude. So remember that this week, this, this week's not just about sitting around and feasting and getting with families and, and all of these types of things. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God for, for being able to celebrate, being able to feast, being able to have a roof, being able to have f- families around us. Just Give thanks to God. And then outside of just this Thanksgiving this year, give thanks to God. Every day, give thanks to God. Every day, give thanks to God. My wife and I recently just got a new vehicle. But you know how we prayed for that vehicle? We asked God, we said, Lord, our current car, it's it's starting to... (laughs) It's done. (laughs) Our current car, every time we get in it, okay, we're going to pray over it in the name of Jesus. We're going to get to this destination and then we're going to get back in Jesus name. And there was a lot of things we couldn't do because we just didn't have reliable transportation. (laughs) Well, here's what we did. We prayed God. We asked for a new car. And then every time we prayed from that point forward, we thanked him because when somebody gives you a gift, You don't sit there asking them for the gift. You thank them for the gift. And so we had received it. We had received it. And because we had received it, we gave thanks for it so that when the car finally manifested in the natural, we had already received it in the spirit by faith. And we were thanking God for what he had already done. And because of that, it happened. Because of that, it manifested. Because of that, God saw that and he said, look, they've already received it. All right, what's what's keeping the the spirit from manifesting in the natural? Let's move that out of the way. And it happened and we got a new vehicle. And see, the same can happen to you when you pray and you ask God, you receive it. Believe that you have received it and you shall have it. In other words, receive what you're praying for and you receive it and you get it in the spirit. Its manifestation is sure to come. And so I pray that this blesses you. I pray that as you go forward, not just this week, but in the weeks in months to come throughout the rest of this year and forward, that you would be thankful, that you would give thanks to God in everything, in all circumstances. So I just want to thank you all for watching and tuning in this week and go ahead and like subscribe to the YouTube channel and podcast wherever you're listening from and share it with somebody who may need to hear it. And we pray that this has been a blessing to you and we'll see you next week. God bless.